Blog Talk Radio. And for today's show, we have an author with us, and her name is China Myers. So we're going to bring her on in a little bit. So let's get into our announcements before we get started. Okay. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please go ahead and go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel right now, right? Because you don't want to miss not one episode, and I'm trying to build it up, right? And if you're on Blog Talk Radio, because you know I'm doing both, as y'all know I do kind of both at the same time, I want you to go ahead and subscribe on there as well, Blog Talk Radio. Now, you say, Alice, where can we follow you at? You can always follow me on Facebook, Alice Boswell, or you can follow me on Instagram, Pieces of Alice, either one, but just make sure on Pieces of Alice on YouTube, you go ahead and give me a follow and a like. How's that? Okay, I know I've been going for a couple of weeks. Um... I know it's, it's, it's like, I where have you been? I have been so, so busy this last month. All right, so first off, it was my birthday. Yay! I turned 53. Double yay! And I had an exciting, I actually went to Orlando um, for my birthday. I spent the weekend there coming back because it was a, it, it, it was, it was a trial, tribulation. There was so much just going on trying to get back home. But going down there was nice and fun. It was easy. Um, I stayed at the Four Points Hotel, and it was wonderful. It was clean. I always say clean. It was nice uh, and safe. So I stayed, um, I want to say kind of like on a strip, because I wasn't that far from Orlando as the, the, the Walt Disney, because I went over to a club that will a strip down the street from it, from the hotel. And it was really nice because I got to hear um, this band. I cannot think of the name of the band, but the band was awesome. They were, I mean, it was like, they were so awesome. I was standing outside that night. I paid the $10 to go in just so I could be part of the festivities. But they love and so <laughs> it just, it, it, it was just amazing, right? And then, um, so what else did I do? Oh, I had an interview that. Saturday. I got there that Friday. I had an interview with another author, um, and she had a book signing um, that I attended. So I had to drive to Lakeland and, and and interview her. And it was really I cannot think of this young lady's name for nothing in the world. But the book is called Hashtag. Um, I can't even think. Of, oh, I'm old. You have to excuse me. I'm old. I'm, I'm oh, I'm 53. You have to give me some. But I'll put the information down below, and you can check it out. Anyway. It was awesome. It was nice. And when I went to Lakeland, interviewed to Lakeland or in Florida to interview this young lady, then I drove over, drove into Tampa um, where she had a book signing, and I covered that. 
and then um, you can find the pictures on my Facebook page. And um, I didn't put them on my Instagram. I wonder why I didn't do that. I don't know. I should have, but I didn't. Okay, but I, I am. I'll put them on there. Anyway, um, I drove into Tampa, and I was only there for a little bit before I had to go back because the actual interview was at her house in Lakeland. So I got a chance to visit Tampa. So why in Florida? I went to three places, okay? I went to Orlando, then I went to Lakeland, which is a beautiful little community. It's like a suburb outside of Orlando. It was about an hour away. And then I drove into Tampa just to take a look around. I went on the boardwalk. It was really, really nice. I had a great time. Then that night for my birthday, my cousin, she was there, so she actually hung out with me for a little bit. And then that was it. Now, trying to get back home, Sunday morning um, at 11 o'clock, well, mid-afternoon, I get a text from American Airlines saying, your flight has been canceled. And all flights were canceled because it was a big snowstorm here in Chicago. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God, how am I going to get home? So because I was on a buddy pass, anybody that they bumped from that Sunday, they were getting on the plane on that Monday. I had to be at work. So what I did was I drove. I, I didn't drive. I took it back. I uh, flew. I didn't even fly. Stop it, Alice. I took the bus, which is a, um, something like the Greyhound. I took the bus and took that to Atlanta where my mom lives, right? They picked me up, and then I rented the car, and I drove to Chicago. That's how I got home. Then when I got here, it was like there was no snow. I'm like, what happened to the snow? You lied. They're like, no, Alice, it was really snow. Some areas got like five inches. So we're talking kind of see that because last night we had, last night, yesterday, we got snow. Today it was like nothing ever even happened. So <laughs> it is, it is, oh. anyway. I had fun for my birthday. That's what I want to say. Um, two, let me tell you, this is the second thing that's exciting. I got an email tonight saying that I have been selected. I, I did an audition for Maurice Paul, the director, writer, and a producer um, of, of films and, and stage plays here in Chicago. I auditioned, and I got a heart. So, yay. So look for me. Um, I don't know exactly when the film is going to come out, but I know we're going to go ahead and start shooting this summer. So hopefully it'll be by the end of the year. You get a chance to see me. Yay, yay. So I am excited. This is this is going to be a nice little career for me. I really like it very much. So um, I decided because I, I'm, I'm doing so much into the acting and so forth and, and going out into the public and trying to feel myself, everything, I decided that I'm going to do myself a mini makeover, right? The mini makeover will consist of head to toe. So I will try to lose some weight because I have picked up a lot of weight. So even though I stopped eating meat in October of 2017, my carb intake has really took over because I'm, I guess I'm trying to substitute. So now i got to scale back, and there's a lot of things that I want to do. So I started with this um, new facial cleansing kit or, or system called Boost Number 7. So you'll see a review on that soon, um, my YouTubers. And I also, I think I'm going to go, I've been looking into um, teeth, my teeth. So my, bottom, my top teeth are like straight, or my bottom teeth are crooked, so I want to straighten them out, especially when filming and talking to people. You want to have them suddenly look at you, I guess. I don't know. So 
I would like that. Anyway, um, I looked into some liners, but one of the liners that I was trying to get, which was the Smile Club, the Smile Direct Club, they couldn't do the bottom teeth. So I'm like, well, it's only going to get the top because my top teeth is pretty much straight. They can use a little bit more straightening, but they're pretty much straight. But the bottom teeth is what I was concerned with. So I'm like, I'm not going to pay you to just do the top. No, they're like, well, because I'm missing molars in the back of my teeth, which are the back teeth, they don't have anything to clamp down the, the liners to. So either I'm going to go to the doctor. I've got a couple of choices. I'm going to go to the doctor and see what they have um, that I can possibly, possibly, possibly use. Um, and then I have another choice as well, um, and and these are like uh, veneers, but they're they're clip-on veneers, right? And they're not really expensive at all. I was really really shocked at the cost of them, but it's just the fact that do they look real? How are they gonna fit in my mouth? So they you know they they send you out a kit and everything. So I'm thinking about doing that as well. Hopefully. I think more so I would probably do that and just use those as temporarily temporary um, placement in my mouth until I can get the rest of my mouth fixed up, as as they say. So anyway, I'm going to do this full makeover. So I hope you follow me and see me do this makeover from head to top, including my natural hair and everything. Right now I have on a ponytail. So everybody thinks this is my hair, but this is an actual ponytail. I love this ponytail. So anyway, um, I've been watching a lot of YouTuber videos on how to work the because I have worn so many wigs and I haven't worn weaves in a long time, but I have been wearing a lot of wigs and ponytails. Um, but it just seems so much easier. I promise you. It's just just easier. Just easier. So make sure you follow me. So that means you have to subscribe, right? I don't know what a subscribe button is, but subscribe. So you'll be able to see. Um and, of course, make sure you're here with me every Sunday at 10 p.m., um, live on YouTube and Blog Talk Radio. Um, I am going to figure out how to get somebody on this YouTube with me. I don't know. Zoom? I don't know. I have to see. I will figure it out sooner or later. Uh, and if you want to be a guest, hey, hit me up at piecesofalicelive at gmail.com, and I would be happy to have you. Like, I'm going to have China here with me. In just a moment. So y'all going to hear her, right, um, as soon as I can get my little system up here. It's acting like it don't want to work. But y'all know I have a problem every week, right? So, all right. So, hey, let me get on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the theme music for a little bit. We're going to bring China on, and we'll be right back. How's that? YouTubers, y'all see me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to bring China on. All right, just a little bit. Welcome to Pieces of Alice. I am Alice, and who am I speaking with? China. Hi, Alice. Hi. 
Can you hear me very well? Yeah, I can hear you really good. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, I appreciate you being on. I know people, let me tell y'all something, YouTubers and my uh, blog talk radio world people, (laughs) she has been really diligent about getting contact with me, and I have really been busy. Like I said, because of my birthday, I've just been so busy. So I apologize, China, but we finally got you on here, right? Yeah, yeah, no worries. Hey, I know you're busy. That's how life is. It's just crazy, right? So I don't mind. Definitely. I'm glad we finally got to do it. Yes, yes. All right, everybody. So this is China Myers, all right? China is a, um, she's from Brooklyn, New York, but um, I believe she's currently staying in Pennsylvania. Is that correct? Yeah, I am in, yeah, no, I am in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. That is probably about two hours from um, Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, and I've been here. Oh God, um, going on probably twenty-eight years. Yeah, been here about twenty-eight years. Yeah, yeah. I moved here from Brooklyn, and I've been here ever since. Yeah. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, listen, China is the author, uh, and her goal is to one day help diminish the growing rate of poverty by raising awareness and creating jobs in the inner city. Her book, ladies and gentlemen, is a letter to God. It's an inspiring American story in the top of the you want to jump in and save your save the main character yourself. And me just reading the synopsis that she sent me made me want to run in there and try to save this person as well. So um, <laughs> this book can be found on the e-books on Barnes and Nobles and, and paperback at the Amazon Kindle store. But we're going to let China tell us more about this book. Tell us about this book, China. Okay. Well, I will read you the synopsis, and then I'll give you your viewers a little idea of what it's about. Okay. My book is entitled A Letter to God. It is a heartfelt, fascinating adventure based on my life. In my quest to find love and happiness, I end up living on the streets of New York, left with sorrow, pain, and feelings of abandonment. I begin my journey at age 10 when I am sent off to live in Egypt with an older sister. After years of neglect, I am brought back to Brooklyn to live with my family. At age 12, I wake up only to find myself in a mental institution, my arms and legs bound by restraint with no idea how I got there. By age 15, I become a mother and a bodyguard for my drug-dealing brother, putting my life and faith on the line and my values aside just to survive. The years of living this life come to an abrupt halt when my brother pulls the trigger of a double-barreled shotgun. Fleeing New York with nowhere to run, I then encounter obstacles far worse than the days of drug running and living destitute on the street. So um, basically that gives you a little idea of what the book is about. But um, I had some trials and tribulations as that, you know, briefly told you, but um, my faith got me through. Yeah. Well, I have a question. So reading it, this is not a story about someone else. Is this your story? It's my story, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's 
series. It's a seven series. Um, um, has seven series, and this is volume one. Yeah. Wow. And, and how, how did that, that had to be horrifying for a young woman to go through that? Yes, it was very rough. But um, like I said, my faith got me through. I met some really good people along the way. Um, and things basically were pretty bad, but each day I believed that they would get better. If you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I, I, and what I made just you had that you want to write this story? I'm sorry? What made you decide that you want to write your story? Well, a lot of people, I'm not the only one with a story, I feel that way. You know, everybody has a story. That That's definite. But I felt like if I could put it down on paper and um, tell the story, because the story was written, I'm not sure if you read the book, but the story is written um, as my letter to God, because I did talk to God a lot as everything was going on. And um, with that, it, it helped me to get through it. So I, I decided to write this book, and my help, my husband helped me a lot, Michael. Um, my husband's name is Michael. He helped me a lot, you know, um, get it down and, and get it edited and, and, and everything. But I thought if I could write it and put it on paper, it might help somebody who was maybe going through far worse than I did to see and, and read that no matter what your circumstances are, Tomorrow could be another day. Tomorrow could be a better day, you know. But you've got to believe that. If you don't believe that, well, you know, you can't see through what you're going through. But if you believe that it's all going to work out and it could be worse and, um, you know, no matter what happens, you know, sometimes things are to teach you a lesson, to, you know, because I believe that's what life is all about. Life is about lessons and we're here to learn and and even though I went through all that some of it was because of the choices I made you know let's not forget that you know so people have go through trials and tribulations but a lot of times they don't realize that some of the things that they go through are because of the choices that they make now we can choose to to make our choices in life but as you get older, you learn how to make better choices. But when you're younger, you know, it's kind of hard because you're not really aware of what's going on and you're not aware of what life can bring. So because at 14, when I became pregnant, my mother was very disappointed in me because she was Catholic and she didn't believe that, you know, that should be, you know, the route I should have went. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not blaming my mother because my mother, like I'm a mother, and I'm not sure if you're a mother, but mothers make choices that sometimes aren't the right choices, but at the time they believe that they will help their child by making those choices and make them better. So she chose to put me out at 14. And when she put me out, um, basically, that's when a lot of my trials and tribulations, you know, started. Now, I'm not saying she was right in putting me out. What I'm saying is is that after she put me out, 
I made bad choices, not knowing the right choice to make, you know. And um, so, but it did work out because, like I said, people helped me along the way, good people. And, you know, as I became older and older, you know, I started making better choices. But it was really rough. It really was. But like I said, I wrote this book not for a pity party, not what, not for someone to say, oh, my God, this poor girl, look what she went through. No, I wrote the book because I think it can help people. I think it could help someone if they're going through a really rough time, you know, if for nothing else but the fact that maybe I had it worse than what they're having it. And maybe they can see that what they're going through isn't that bad, okay? And and I know that what I went through, I'm sure other people were going through worse than what I was going through. But what I'm saying is, is that maybe someone, and I don't care if it's one person, could read this book and say, she did it, I can do it. I can get through this. This is, this is not going to be for the rest of my life, you know? So basically, that's why, you know, I decided to put it on paper, you know. Going through this, did you, I know eventually you, you, you start making better decisions. Did you find a mentor or someone who can actually help you along the right path? Well, um, the second series is about, um, well, I work for my brother, you know, if you read the book. Um, I worked for my brother who gave me a place to live because when my mother put me out, my one sister took me in and she didn't want me to have any boys at her house. Well, I was pregnant and I had a boyfriend. So my boyfriend came over and she put me out. And and I'm not blaming her. She thought that was the best decision. Um, I I think, you know, I know she did it with love might sound crazy, but people make choices and, you know, people do things and, and they think they're helping people, you know. So I don't, it was not malicious. She did that and she thought, you know, I would say, oh, I'll never do it again. But I couldn't do that because he was my boyfriend. But anyway, so I ended up on the street again and my other sister took me in and I ended up on the street again because she had to basically choose me or her husband. She, I, her husband said, you know, um, if you're going to stay, if she's going to stay here, I'm going to leave. So he put me, she put me out, and then I ended. That's how I ended up with my brother. My brother was a drug dealer, and I ended up with him. And um, that's a whole thing in the book. But after I leave him, um, I, the second series is about a carnival. I started traveling on the carnival. There was a whole, you know, trials and tribulations that went on before I got on the carnival, but I did end up on the carnival. And, yes, I met a mentor and a person who really helped me. But at first, I was out there for, like, three weeks, and I was eating out. If you know the carnival, I don't know if you've ever been to a carnival, but they travel each week to a different spot. Okay. So when this carnival came to Brooklyn, they set up shop, and I basically fleed New York after leaving a hospital. And I'm not going to tell you 
what happened, why I ended up in that hospital. But I left New York with this carnival after getting signed out of the hospital. And um, I went went on the carnival. I went to the next spot, which was a spot in Jersey. It was Morristown, New Jersey. And I asked everybody um, on the carnival, could I have a job? Well, carnival people are very, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? They 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 don't like outsiders, so they didn't give me a job at first. But I kept traveling. I kept getting rides to the next spot. So this went on for like three weeks. So I was eating out of garbage cans. I had nowhere to go. So that was really, I was trying to get this to work. So I was eating out of garbage cans, and I was begging people and and asking. You know, um, please give me a job because I even then I wanted to work. I, I I always worked. I still to this day, I'm 56 and I I work. I'm you know I'm not a uh, you know slouch. So uh, after the third week, after traveling, mm-hmm. um, I went to this spot and I I, I forget the spot, but. Um, I traveled, I got a job, to, I got a ride to the next spot. And coming into the, the lot where the carnival was going to be set up, I seen a church. And so when I got to the, to the lot and I was asking people, you know, for a job, nobody gave me a job. And I walked back to that, to that church. So as I was, the sun was going down. And after I was walking towards that church, I could see the cross on top of the church, and the cross was lit up. And the closer I got, I realized that that cross was not lit up. But it was almost like God was calling me there, you know. So I went in, and I prayed, and I asked God to to give me an answer because I had no no more solutions. I had no, I had no idea what to do. I, I mean, no way to go, no job, no one. Um, oh my my mother had my son. I had had my son, and my mother had him by this time. She told me that you know she would take him and take care of him, but I couldn't stay. So she took him, and and so when I went to that church, um, the door was open, and I went in and I prayed and I asked God to help me. You know, because I had no more answers. I, I didn't know what else to do. So he, you had a it, it was almost like very, he didn't answer. But right. I felt a peace. I felt a peace. I felt, I felt okay. I, I wasn't scared anymore, and you know, I didn't fear what tomorrow would bring. So when I went back on the carnival, I thought, well, I got to leave here because. I'm talking to myself. I'm thinking, okay, I got to leave here because they're not giving me a job and I can't just keep traveling and eating out of garbage cans. So I went back on the carnival lot and I gathered my plastic bag full of clothes and I was getting ready to walk and hitchhike back to Brooklyn. I was in Jersey. And a woman and a man came towards me and asked me if I wanted a job. And that woman became like a sister, and her husband owned the carnival. So I worked for her for five years. I stayed out there for five years, and I worked for her. 
but there's some, um, you know, stories and trials and tribulations that went on there too. Oh, but we are. It all def- you know, I would definitely tell everyone they need to get this book because I am very interested um, in, yeah. in, in reading this book and because and, it seems like it's a lot going on here. Um, a real lot. Real quick, because um, we've got a couple of minutes left in the show. Okay. What is it, in, in, in 30 seconds, what is it that you would recommend to somebody that, that's possibly going through something that you have been through? I recommend that they join a church, you know, and it doesn't matter what church, whatever church they feel comfortable with, and get some guidance from God or maybe someone there, and, and then they could try to get their life back in order. Because if you have God, you know, um, in your life, I think, you know, it's kind of like he holds your hand. He really does. And he, he gives you the right answers, you know. But when you don't see that and you're not open to that, you know, it's hard making choices by yourself. A lot of people have parents, you know. But that I is God. so true. I oh, hey, everybody, you, know? you hear you say that's what you need to do. Hey, let us know. We're going to close out the show. But let us know where okay. we can find this book at, A Letter to God. Uh, where, where can we find A Letter to God? You can find a letter to God in ebook or paperback in the Amazon um, Kindle store or Amazon Books. You go onto Amazon, just click on Books, and you'll see. Um, put in the in the um, search bar um, after you click on Books, and put in a letter to God by China Myers, and it'll come up. Like I said, it's in paperback or ebook, and also Barnes and Noble's just the ebook. But also I have another project going, I um, and I'm going to say this really quick because I know you're running out of time. Um, I have a, a script that I wrote. It's called Cognito, and it's about an African-American um, serial killer slash superhero. She turns into, um, she starts out as a, a serial killer, but turns into a superhero. And I'm trying to get that in with networks. And um, I don't know. You, do you don't you don't have any more time, do you? No, no more time. But what we're going to do, okay. we're going to actually have her write it up, write up, write up an article for us. And we're going to, you can find her at Just Me Magazine. But we're going to try to feature her next month in the magazine because she has a very interesting story that we all need to hear about. And Thank I you. put the information on Alice Boswell page so you can get the book. I'll put that on there tonight. And I'll put it okay. on the Instagram page as well. Um, so I want to thank everyone for coming out and listening to the show. Again, subscribe because each week I have something new on here. And we'll be back next week. Hey, check Justine Magazine out next month because I'm going to see if I can get her to write us an article and send her her information so we can put it in the magazine. And you can go there at justinemagazine.com. Thanks a lot, Trent, awesome. for being a guest, and I appreciate you very much. I definitely want to learn more, so I want to reach out to you more. Okay. Thank you so much, Alice. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Put the information down for you.